Next on BYU Sports Nation, where did the Cougar Hoopsters turn for production with Anson Winder injured? A former Cougar quarterback heads to A Hall of Fame. And how much does BYU get paid to play Nebraska? One million dollars. Plus, <laughs> volleyball climbs the polls and a new segment called Ask Brian. Vamanos! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Yo, what up? Tuesday, January 20th, BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It's a Logan takeover again. Jerem Jordan, Brian Logan, in Studio B in Provo. Brian, what's up, man? What's going on, man? Just going up on a Tuesday, you know? Tuesday, a Tuesday. It's my favorite day of the week, Tuesday. Tuesday is? Tuesday is, because Monday you come back and you're kind of sluggish from the weekend. So, you know, you're like, ah, Monday, got to go back to work. And then you kind of have that flushed out. And Tuesday it's like, okay, now I put my goals, you know, for the week. I set those yesterday, kind of got through the sluggishness. So you take Monday to set the goals? That's what it is. You You don't set them, like, before Monday? No, man, you take a day. (laughs) You take a day to, you know, kind of get back. And you're like, okay, now my week is starting Today on Tuesday, so I'm much happier on a Tuesday. More than Friday? Friday's like everybody's favorite day. It depends, man, because sometimes it depends on what I have prepared, you know, for that weekend. If I don't mm. have anything prepared, I'm like, oh, I, I might excited. as well just work, right? You know, I whatever. might as well just might work. Well just work. Well, especially if I'm doing Sports <laughs> Nation, you know, I might as well there just you this isn't you know, might work. As well work, you know. This isn't but work. hey, you know what? I was really excited last weekend to go to Target. <laughs> I was like, man, I am married 1,000%. We're going when to When you're Target. excited to go to Target. We're going to Target. For me, it's, for me, it's Costco. Gotcha. I'm like, yeah. I can't wait to push this around and look at everything I'm not going to buy. Right. And or if I do buy, that quickly goes to 150 bucks. It, right. That's what I, I only got my eight wife. things. 150 that's, bucks. That's what, what I told my wife. Yeah. Like, you know, we should just get toilet paper and, uh, and napkins. That's F- it. $50. That's it. And pizza. I need, uh, yeah, for a buck 50. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I need some new basketball shoes, by the way. It is, it is intramural basketball season. It is church ball season. It is always pickup season. I need some new shoes. So I need help from BYU Sports Nation. Tweet at me the basketball shoes you recommend I should get. I, w- I would recommend. I've seen some good ones that I like from Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Jumpman's, whatever. I'm not a fan of the Hyperdunk. See, Send in what you got. I, I need some help. I'm, I, don't, I don't know half of those shoes and those styles, what you said. I obviously know the players, but to me, man, I'm a Jordan fanatic all the way. One, As one, am I. 1,000 It is my last name. <laughs> That's right, man. So I you only gotta, wear my brand. You, only, you have to only wear Jordans, man. You got to have the Jumpman symbol, but... It's just something about Jordans. People always laugh and say, especially my wife, like, those are hideous. What? Those are ugly I shoes. Love them. I love them. And, and why do you wear them? Well, you know, it's, it's just because it's, it's Jordan. You know. So send in what you, shoe you think I should wear. And you think about it. I want to I hear what you say. Jordan. The conversation is alive 24-7 on Twitter. Thanks for that answer. Use the hashtag <laughs> BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. You want to read it? Nope. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll read from, from, Only because of yesterday was a huge <laughs> fail. Because you told me how to read it, and I read it that way, and then you looked at me and was like, nope, I didn't tell you, but you did. So okay, you I'm sorry it. that you've given up. It's okay. Which BYU player needs to raise his game the most with Anson Winder's injury? Use the hashtag BYUSN at DYoung1993. He's a big fan of Brian Logan. Worthington, Kafusi, etc. Take some pressure off the guards. Interesting response. That's interesting. Use the hashtag BYUSN. More on that in a moment. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines, what we're talking about today. Chase Fisher 
is on ESPN's list of transfers who made the right decision. More on that in a moment. Also on that list, Matt Carlino, but uh, he was on the list of transfers that made the wrong decision. Interesting. You win some and you lose some. Second headline, according to the game contract obtained by the Salt Lake Tribune, uh, BYU will make $1 million by playing Nebraska this season in football. Man, about to make it rain. That's money. nice. Imagine they come, you come away with a win and a million dollars. When BYU plays Missouri, they're getting 250 Yeah, I don't understand So, so 250 Significantly less. When BYU plays Michigan, 1.3, by the way. Man. Thank it, you, Big Ten. Yes, Big thank Ten. you. What's yeah, up? Appreciate that. Appreciate Big Ten the Network. dollar bills. Love the Big Ten Network. Ty Detmer will be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in April. Congratulations nice, to yes, Ty. Congrats. Is there a Hall of Fame he shouldn't be in? That guy was amazing. He's, yeah, he should probably be in everything possible. Yeah. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. No winder, no problem. Double team, throws it away. Fisher, one on two with the left hand. And Fisher's in. He's got 14. Chase Fisher, among those being asked to uh, increase production while Anson Winder is injured. Still no word as to the extent of Winder's knee sprain and if he will play Saturday against San Diego or not. But we saw a little bit of the difference on Saturday when you and Thursday for that matter, although BYU won that game by 13 and put up 93 points, without Anson Winder. So the question becomes, how does, who needs to step up in his absence in terms of production, there are two sides to this coin to me, Brian. One is offensive. Let's talk about that. Chase Fisher, a guy who has stepped up his game. 18.5 points per game last week, including 10 threes in two games. In fact, this is what Kyle Collinsworth told us yesterday about Chase. And he's an amazing shooter, and I've known that since the first day he's got here. And now everyone's seeing how good of a shooter he really is. And he's going to continue to shoot well. He's shooting good shots. He's so good in transition and just run the floor and he gets his feet set and he fires it up. Kyle Collinsworth yesterday on BYU Sports Nation. Skyler Halford averaged 13.5 points per game to almost replace one-for-one one yep. Anson Winder's production last week. Uh, Kyle Collinsworth put up a triple-double Thursday. Saturday got in foul trouble. And then, of course, Tyler Hawes, who continues to chase Jimmer, had uh, 27 points a game in the two games last week. So the question becomes, is it only those four guys? Is it someone on the bench? Who's the guy that you point at? Yeah, you know, we, we were looking at this, and you're like, who, who's coming off? You would think, okay, let me, let me go to my bench, because as a, as, a, as a team, you're thinking, okay, let's try to have a six guy, right? Let's f- try to find somebody off of that bench. Well, with the injuries, you know, you have Halford starting now, so now you're like, well, who's the bench scorer? Who's the, who's the bench scorer? Well, and and let's, let's take maybe two steps back. Let's rewind a little bit. Most teams already have their five guys, right? And, and BYU is still looking for that fifth guy. So you add that injury, and then now you're like, okay, still looking for that fifth guy. Now I got to look to the bench. I don't know what's going on. Who's going to step up? What in the world am I doing next? But I think the person to really step up the most who you really have to look to is Tyler Hoss. That almost seems a little surprising because he's kind of the A factor, always giving you great production. Right, right. You're saying I, take it to another I, level. I, I think I think he has to take it to the, to the next level, and he's he was averaging 22 points a game, uh, you know, before the injury, and, and in these last four games, you know, averaging uh, I think about 28, 26, right? Yep, 26 and, and, so, and a half the last 26. four. So. To me, you, you, you're seeing these last four games, him elevate his game, right? He's taking it to that next level. And so this guy is a, just a pure shooter. Why not give him that much more of a responsibility, call some more plays for him? You know he's already going to get his. 
why not extend that role just a little bit? That way, you don't have to put the pressure on a guy like Chase Fisher, who is shooting lights out, but eventually... Well, I mean, how do, do we know how consistent that's going to be? Yeah, it's, it's tough to ask him to make five threes a game, which he's done the last three games. That's been fantastic. Exactly. And then you have Halford, right? And, and to me, Halford is, is a guy that has great energy, you know, defensively helps out a little bit as well. Uh, you know, had a great second half. Uh, yes, sir. weekend, you know, yes, <laughs> I, I just yes, sir, I gotta throw in a new, a new word every day. Everyone man. knows every, what you mean. Every day. You, you know, you know what I meant it when I said it. Uh, and, and so he, I mean, he a had Beatles a Beatles song. Yes. The weekend. <laughs> he had a great second half, right? 12 points came out guns a blazing. But to me, that's, that's somebody you don't want to put a lot of pressure on. You don't want to put a lot of stress on. You know, he's not really used to that starting role. Obviously, he's getting some more game experience. Started a couple games last year, but right. he's not a regular starter. Exactly. And so you don't want to, t- to tell a guy like that to, hey, you got you to gotta step it up, man. If you don't play right, if you don't do this, if you don't score that many points, it's over. We're going to lose. You don't want to put that pressure on somebody like on that. On Skyler Huff. You no. want to put that pressure on the collective I think of the four. So to you, it's Tyler Haas. It's hard not to argue that that's where you look because that's your most skilled offensive player. It, it, it I, is. T- I agree with you. Tyler Haas, you have to ask Tyler to, to increase his game a little more. And Brian, th- we forget, he has a sprained ankle still. He has right. battled through this. It has gotten better, but he is still he is still nursing a little bit of a sprained ankle. We just don't notice it. Yeah, you, you don't notice it. And, and, I mean, kudos to the training staff for getting that man right. But, I mean, more to him as far as – his toughness, um, you know, the fact that he's able to play through adversity. I mean, he, he, they got to be doing some good things, you know, getting some injections or some pills or something to <laughs> to numb the pain. I remember when guys were were injured. Uh, you know, you would you would go in and, and kind of get you know some some get some medicine, get shot up in places that you know you uh, you know you were hurt and it helped you out. It, it was it was good. It numbed the pain for a couple hours. And there were some times where guys who had significant injuries. We'll go into the office, and the doctors would kind of give that look, close the door, and I'm like, huh, what's going on what's, in there? What is going on Still don't on know there. to this day. And then they would come out <laughs> running four threes. Like, hold on, man, I need some of that stuff. I need that special injection. Running four threes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's it, it's it, that, that's good. I mean, and, and, and it, things could only get better, or we hope, right, if he's starting to become more healthier. Uh, if he's Talking maybe, about Tyler? T- Tyler, yeah. If he's getting if he's, – right? We don't really know. I don't know what he is, but we haven't noticed. Obviously, the UMass game we noticed. That was the game after Stanford where he played a week after the sprained ankle. But Tyler, Chase, uh, Tyler Haas, Chase Fisher, Skyler Halford. Kyle Collinsworth is an interesting one. Yeah, he is. I don't think you asked Kyle to do a lot more on the offensive end. I think against Pacific, he felt like, okay, I need to to attack uh, and open up some space and get to the rim. That's where he's best, yeah. is, is distributing the ball, getting at the rim. However, he was on the show yesterday. We talked about the extra effort needed to rebound the ba- that basketball for him. I, I just nice. think defensively he's asked to do a lot. I, I don't think you say, Kyle, we need you to score even more. You have to be careful there with energy. Yeah, you, yeah. and there, there's times, like I said earlier, there is times where the kid, I mean, the kid's just a flat-out just baller, and – you see, we talked yesterday about the passion. You know, you, you go up and make a play, get a rebound, and you're, like, clapping in the guy's face, like, boom, man, in your face. You're five inches taller than me, and I still snag this ball out of the air. <laughs> and, and so, 
you know, you, you're right, Jerem. He is asked to do a lot of things. He helps rebound, and, you know, he, he does help defensively. Um, you know, he, he's able to drive and, and create opportunities uh, and, and create open shots for guys like Chase and, and, and Tyler. And so you can't really ask him to take it to that next level. I think you just asked uh, Kyle to do what he does best. You know, and, and to me, he's the best player on, Rebound, on the team. Rebound, distribute the ball, push it. Get right. to the rim occasionally. It, 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 exactly. Get to the free throw. Exactly. And, I mean, it, that, there, that, there's times where he is tired. And I think the, the, the celebrations and the excitement and the passion, that has something to do with it as well. I will always remember this. where I, we, we played New Mexico in 2009, and there's a, few, a selective few players uh, celebrating after, after, after certain plays. And Coach Mendenhall, you know, pointed the players out and was like, "I need this to happen because this brings so much electricity to the to the team, and the and the bench is fired up." Mm-hmm. My concern, guys, is that you guys aren't conditioned enough to to, to celebrate. <laughs> so therefore, we're gonna do more conditioning. And I happen to be one of those guys that jumped around and celebrated. So like, you made everyone run. They're like, "Thanks, Brian." You know, <laughs> thank thank you, thank you, man. We're I'm more conditioned than you, but because you got to celebrate. But I mean, I'm just saying the bouncing hobbit. That's th- what my th- uncle called you. That's right. For a like, long time. I like that nickname. That's I like that better than Below. No, I, no, I don't. <laughs> no, yeah, you I do. <laughs> but I, I say that example just to 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 kind of give the fans an idea that you know you are. Uh, running for, you know, 30 seconds, you know, going hard. Then you make a great play. You get all juiced. And, I mean, you could essentially add on 20 more seconds of, you know, of going hard because you're celebrating. So you're saying take it easy on the celebration? Well, I'm just saying, you know, he's a guy that's passionate and excited. So he's very excited. He's using that adrenaline. He's using it. So you you really don't want him to put that much extra effort, especially because he's celebrating. That's all I'm saying. It It is a lot of energy expense. Uh, for Kyle Collinsworth to get a triple-double like he did Thursday. Unfortunately, he had more energy Saturday because he got in foul trouble. Right. But this four-guard lineup is really being leaned on, even with Skylar Halford in the place of Anson Winder, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 87. BYU's four-guard lineup scored 87% of last week's points. That's 13% higher than the season average of the four-guard lineup with Winder. Instead of how that, so they lean on those guys even more. I wonder where a guy like Jake Toulson could be. Maybe make a couple threes, do more than maybe just make threes. Where's Frank Bartley? Yeah, off the dribble defensively. That's an option that BYU has not really used recently. See, and and, and yesterday, yesterday, you you make a great point because yesterday I said. You know, I, th- I think they'll be fine with these guys and, and these guards with, with, with Anson out as long as they can all produce, right? They all have to play their role. You know, Chase 18, Tyler, you know, That's 26. That's asking a lot. That's asking you a lot. You need other guys because uh, guy, uh, shooters don't – there aren't shooters every night. Right. It, well, exactly. And, 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 the, and the other night was a perfect example when all four are not on their game. And, for example, you know, it happened to be Kyle uh, in, in foul trouble, not able to, not able to produce, you know, and, and get into double figures. You know, you look what happened. So you have to find a guy off of still, that bench. Still hung in there, be? but hopefully you, you wanted to get over the hump and win that game. Right. So we ask you, which BYU player needs to race this game the most with Winder's injury? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At I Bodden. I believe it's an I, not an L. Maybe it's an L. Every person <laughs> over six foot eight, please do one thing, big men. Rebound! Crash the glass and good things will happen. Every I read that day. like I think they tweeted. Uh, two yeah. rebounds in 40 minutes from the B- BYU big men, the four BYU big men Saturday. I think they were mad when they tweeted that, when they were typing that out. You it, it wasn't in caps, but I did scream rebound because that was in caps. Ah! 
like a guy holiday tweet. I wonder tweet. if that girl can scream while she's talking. <laughs> it sounds like a raptor. It does. It does. Uh, it's man. I was kind of nervous. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Is there something going on? Like, what's going? On? Is there an emergency? Yeah. Is there a fire? Was there a crime? Earthquake? That was weird. At P stats thirty two. I think Fisher can do better, and Worthington has decent defense, but needs to put up rebounds and points. I'm not sure you can ask more of Chase Fisher. He is a shooter. It's what he does, and he's made yeah. five threes the last three games. I, I'm I'm really happy with Fisher's uh, production. Yeah. As for Worthington. I, I just don't think you need you need, but you're not going to get points from the big guys. You you're going to get it from the perimeter. That's just yeah, how with, it is. I mean, with, those with, perimeter players with the minutes and and some more experience this year, you you kind of want to see a guy elevate a little bit. And I, I don't I just thought don't, that would be Corbin Kafusi. Yeah, it, it's, it's still it's, raw. Still it's, raw. Still, it's still hard to to see that. So I mean, you got to rely on the big four right now. Can I call him the big four? Can sure. More hoops can take over, right? I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you always do. <laughs> More hoops coming up. <laughs> triple doubles. And how much can you ask of your best players? BYU women, Women's Hoops assistant coach Dan Nielsen joins us next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. And join us using the hashtag BYUSN. And don't forget, Brian, I know you do, but download the podcast. It's free on iTunes. Check I it out. Forget. I don't forget it. I just don't know how to read the promo thing, so it's hard to you know speak on it. That's okay. But I remember it, though. I remembered it all the time. Yeah, every yester- <laughs> yester weekend, man. Yester weekend. Today's you know? Twitter question, <laughs> which BYU player needs to raise his game the most with Anson Winder's injury? At Family Budge. This is a whole family tweeting in, apparently. Kafusi, Worthington, and Fisher need boards from the bigs and more consistency from Fisher. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Men play at San Diego this week. Women host San Diego this week. With that, we welcome in Dan Nielsen, BYU women's basketball assistant coach, making his first appearance on the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, appreciate it. It's great being here. Now, we need to first talk about this. You guys go to Spain during the summer, and like we always do, we beg for stuff. And we're like, hey, bring us back something. You guys got us something. We uh, did. You'll bring it another day, which is going to be awesome. Well, I'm but, holding it hostage yes, currently right now. Yes, but it is our bad that we have not had you on the show to deliver this gift. So that's can you that's cl- the real reason why. It, it is. There, on, there's right? some inner angst about this, and so now you know. <laughs> now we can now deliver you, it. Yeah, you can unleash. <laughs> well, let's just talk about the elephant in the room or the bull in the room. Uh, what what did you what did you get for us? We we got you an amazing bobblehead bull from a bullfight oh. in Spain. You which, showed which, me a picture at the time, and I yes, was super excited. I, I, I DM'd you from Spain, and you said it was it was perfect. Now, my kids tried to steal it when I got home, Ooh. but I managed to get it to my office without them breaking okay. it or stealing it. So we'll have, uh, we'll have Juddy bring that in. Yes, that'd be, think, per- right? that'd be you're perfect. A good, that'll be you're awesome. A, you're a hey. strong parent, man. I would have you know, gave in. I would have been like, Jerome, or my kids. Well, considering yeah. the actual <laughs> gifts we got them lasted about 10 minutes before they broke, I couldn't let it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. It We're very excited. Easier. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. So the, the women's team plays San Diego this week. Uh, I noticed, uh, well, you know what, before we get to San Diego, let's talk last week. Pacific was crazy with Morgan Bailey and Lexi Eaton going off. St. Mary's, uh, a different kind of game. What are the yes. emotions coming out of last week? It, uh, up and down. You know, uh, overall positive. I know it's hard. You know, now that we've gotten away from Saturday, we're able to get a little perspective on it. Um, Thursday was great. We had a great week of preparation, and the girls felt comfortable, and, and um, Pacific did something that people usually don't do, and they played Morgan one-on-one. Um, which foolish 
you said it, not me. <laughs> but, uh, we, you know, we're confident in Morgan's abilities to do that. And then, obviously, Lexi, they didn't shadow her or do anything, and she took advantage, too. And, you know, some people say it's too much having those two players do things, but that's kind of what the game dictated, and they're that talented that, that they were able to do it. it was, so Thursday was awesome. Saturday we went in knowing it was going to be physical. That's their style. They're going to slow the game. They're going to be really physical. Um, you know, the way it's officiated always affects it, and, and uh, understanding that it's going to be little by little – uh, kind of chipping away, building that lead, and then we kind of hit a lull there in the second half and couldn't hit those shots and ended up paying for it in the end. When With with Lexi and Morgan being the star players, um, do you like having that two, two players that you can rely on, or would you rather have maybe five or six maybe so-so or average players that are a little bit more consistent? I think for us this year as compared to – maybe last year. Last year, you know, Morgan wasn't at the level she was at yet, and, and Kim wasn't necessarily a superstar, but she was a great shooter. And I did think I do think that made us a lot harder to guard. You know, we had four players averaging double figures, and that's yeah. harder to game plan for. Um, this year, you know, you just, as coaches have to do, you roll with what you got. Right. And, uh, and we have some great young players that are stepping up, but right now, you know, Morgan and Lexi are willing to take that load. And, and other than a few games, they've been really, really good at it. Is it, is it asking too much to, to put the load on them? Can you secretly have these meetings and say, hey, look, check this out, guys. Uh, you step it up this week and nobody else matters well, but well, you guys. Do you do that? Do you talk no, to Morgan and Lexi and say, you got to carry this team? Well, I, I work with the bigs, so I, I'm, I'm with Morgan all the time. Le- Lexi gets to avoid me, which is great for her. She gets, <laughs> she gets to deal with Judd. You know, those two are like, like-minded, you know, just well, shooting the ball and doing, you know, they're always, they walk in the gym and they're like, I'm the best shooter. No, I'm the best shooter. But, uh, but I do, I, you know, I meet with Morgan several times during the week and uh, about how we think they're going to play her and preparing for that. And, and, you know, some games like Saturday was a passing game for her. We knew that was going to be that way. Hmm. And she created some great open shots with her post up and kick out. Um, unfortunately, we didn't knock it down. But, but we also meet with, you know, players like Kylie and, and um, some of our other girls that we know are capable. Zoe now playing kind of that 3-4 spot. Um, that we know are capable and talk about, you need to be more aggressive in these spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting that consistency, I think, will really help us you know, moving forward. As a coach, if you know, you know deep down in your heart that, hey, I'm, we're probably not going to get a lot of production from the rest of our, our players, do you then have a, a, a game plan or a stronger emphasis on you know, your, your stars? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we go in, you know, this week we have a buy, so we're going out recruiting. That's why I got stuck with me today. Judd's out recruiting, and I go out Oh, we're happy tomorrow. to have you. Don't say it that but, uh, way. But, it's um, nice to have you out. But you guys don't get the Juddyisms of the week. You know, you, you, those are always classic. <laughs> you know, right? We, I mean, we got a whole. I don't know if you guys have heard before the game. There's a whole rap. Coach Ray, one of our other assistants, he his, raps. Juddy no, Juddy? his brother-in-law. We wrote down all of Juddy's sayings, and there he made it. It's awesome. This what? Rap we played it before, and every game we've played it before, we've won. We didn't play it on Saturday. We were a Wait, little upset. We about need that. the audio oh, of this. That's, that, that's the problem. That's, right? the that's the problem. You got see. You, you can speak to me right now. Let's take. Jaren. I'm going to put my <laughs> hand up so we can't see Jaron. He doesn't understand the karma. He thinks he does, but he doesn't really know the full extent. We when you discovered don't, the karma. You know, when you don't do your your game day traditions, man, things happen. You know, yeah. if you wash it, your socks, yeah. you know, things like that. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, let about, me know when I can come. I put my hand down so you can come okay. back in. You're unshunned. Okay. You're back okay. in. Thank You're you. back in. You. But, you know, as far as game planning with, with those guys, we do. We go in, you know, every week, usually at about this time because of Thursday games. And uh, we look at how they've guarded us in the past, how they've been guarding teams, and we say, hey, we think we can get Morgan the ball here. We think we can get Lexi the ball here in spots where they're comfortable and, and kind of take advantage of that. And for the most part, we've done a really good job this year at doing that.
Dan Nielsen, women's basketball assistant coach, is on BYU Sports Nation. We've been talking a lot about uh, the men's team. Anson Winder injured. Not sure if he's going to play Saturday or not. But in a situation like that, where he is one of the starters, I think you guys can relate. And Ashley Garfield, yep. uh, more of a more of a uh, kind of a three four than the two or three for Anson. But you have to, what kind of adjustments do you have to make when there's a starter out and you bring in a player who you're now asking to do a lot more? Yeah, it changes the role. I mean, for us, for our team, Zoe went from being the energy player, and she we're lucky she can play essentially two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. And now she's starting, and that changes her role, and it changes the kid's role on the bench. And you see that with the, the men right now where where they'd had to go to Anson, you know, going that four-guard lineup, which was working really well. And yep. it was Anson, obviously, is a little bit better defender and yeah. helps you in that regard. And with him being out, now Skyler's stepping in, and it's it's definitely made things a little more – uh, difficult with them with the rotations of you don't have that person to turn to that you had confidence before and and it really is it may be a Jake Toulson somebody's got to got to step up but the person I think they actually missed the most is is Nate yeah you yeah. know is Nate Austin and people look at him and say oh you know he's he's six eleven maybe weighs a hundred pounds <laughs> big Nate there's two things he can do he can rebound he can screen I guess maybe a third he can shoot that seventeen footer yeah he draws charges and, too. yeah well yeah he's very good he's at that. really good at that. and and he has the best uh, big head that the rock holds you know? <laughs> that's true <laughs> no, I mean, the hands there's down. that and that they hands have down. a thing with you know yeah, arms, the arms that they move around I think those yeah. are actual length I think that's really <laughs> to scale size I, I do. You know, having hung out with Nate there. But. They really do miss him. Oh, and, and, I, and you've seen it a couple, like, against Pepperdine, I think if he's in, he creates extra possession, tips where he doesn't actually get the rebound, yep. the dr- yeah. charges. It's been a serious bummer for, with injuries in this 14-15 BYU sports season related with Tyler Haas gets an ankle injury. L- luckily, he doesn't miss a game. Nate Austin, Anson Winder. This is garbage. It is, I he, hate yeah. this year. The, I feel awful yeah. for Ashley the men. They, they've had awful luck. With that this year, you know, and, go, and, and even going back to Kyle's injury where he's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you see it in some of these games. I mean, I've had an ACL, and you're back and you're healthy, but there's games where it gets a little tight and gets yeah. a little sore, and you're not back where where you want to be quite yet. Ever again? Or did there come a no, point with you the, where you well, felt? You, you look at me. I, I don't think I was ever quite at the level here of Brian or Kyle, but, I mean, I feel like I did before. Uh, but, you're okay. making me you blush. <laughs> I'm turning red right now. Actually, I'm turning purple. I can't turn red. <laughs> did you know Brian, Brian said, how tall are you again? Five. Uh, according to the NFL scouts on my pro day, I was five, five and a half. But I like to say I'm five, six. Five, okay, five, we six. We can go five, six. Yeah. He, he, he's dunked. Yeah. I believe yeah. it. Spud Webb. You're the BYU Sports Nation Spud Webb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, dunk contest next year. Brian Logan. Brian Logan. Might, you know what? If I get surgery, then I'll be able to do it. When you, when you, when you are under a Bronco Mendenhall defense for just two years, I would say just one year. You know, <laughs> the knees. You, you, now, you lose it, some of that ability. You lose everything. You lose speed, confidence, good looks. You know, all the above. <laughs> wow, these are these are not good things. To <laughs> all lose. the above. No, but you no. win games. Exactly. You, you win games. You win games. Yeah, I was like, what's no, the caveat I probably, here? I could probably dunk now with a tennis ball, maybe. Hey, you yeah. know what? At least the ball will go through the hoop as That's compared right. to this year. So you know. That's right. I dunked a volleyball only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice jab right. and boom chuckle like you dunked on this. I had to. I had to. Couldn't Triple really. doubles in college hoops. Um, Jen, almost, uh, Jen Hampson almost had a couple last year with blocks, but uh, Kyle Collinsworth, what he, he's doing is unbelievable. Uh, not to mention Sophia Ederain, is that how you say yeah, name? from yeah. San Diego? You're going to play San Diego Saturday. She had a triple double with blocks last week. She did against against Pacific. You know, they, they kind of did the same thing they did with Morgan as far as guarded her one-on-one. She's really long. She's not like Morgan. She's about 6'4", and she's really long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously scored the ball, got rebounds. But, yeah, she's, a, she's the best shot blocker this year. 
you know, with Jen being mm. being gone. Um, last year, Jen did have a triple double. We're still mad about this. At oh, Weaver, no, at Weaver State, they didn't credit her with two blocks, oh. and so I pulled out all the film and sent it into them. But they they didn't they didn't they change, change it. it. Wow. So there, there's still some. Drama. I give her the triple double. Yeah, that's, I give it to that's her. That's weird that you would send it in. Usually, whenever we sent our stats in, like oh, pass breakup, that oh, that was my tackle. <laughs> that, that wasn't you, Andrew Rich. That's you that's me. You, no, usually you get it. Oh, you, you get it back. It. We, yeah, you get it back. We had to send it. We sent it up to Weaver State, and they just you know. Weren't, weren't they weren't. They were like, no, no we're, not, doing it. we're not, giving it to her. I think they were mad that they blew a 24-point lead. They're like, so. you're not getting a triple-double on us. <laughs> that's that was, not, yeah, that's I not, remember that. That was, that was with, quite the game. With, with, with Kyle Collinsworth um, and, and tying the record right now, do you think this season is setting up uh, his resume for going to the next level? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And, you know, the NBA is such a different level. It's more about potential and, and doing stuff, obviously. Yeah. You see great college players that don't get a, maybe a fair shake because of that, but I people think people feel like that with Jimmer right now. Oh, oh, for sure. And you're seeing that with him getting a little bit of consistent playing time. He's he's proving he still has NBA skills. Yeah. You know, maybe not to the level he could do here, but um, the same with Kyle. I mean, what Kyle does is people don't realize how difficult it is. I mean, he's he could be behind Tyler, the second leading scorer, easily if he was wanted those shots. Right. He's your leading assist. He's your leading rebounder. I think he's your best defender. And depending on the matchup, he's guarding the four. Yeah. He can pick up the ball. He can guard. I mean. That's a skill set that is tough. I mean, Tyler's an amazing player. But at the next level, I think that's what's going to help Kyle is they can look at him and say, I can put you at the one or the two at that level because of your size and, and physical abilities. So that's so just like just probably any professional sports, because the NFL does that too. Ziggy, for an example, you know, you're big, you're fast, you can run. I don't right. care your stats. You're the fifth you know, pick. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, only, only going off of potential. So it doesn't really matter that, you know, Kyle is just tearing up on the stats, you know, the stat board right now as far as his potential. And I guess what I'm saying is when guys have a great year, uh, you know, with putting up good numbers, they're like, oh, I need to go to the – I need to, go, I need right. to submit right now. I need to go right. early. I need to – Cardell Jones, know. maybe you should right. leave. You know, right. It's like, well, no. But. Right. But you're saying that doesn't – that may not have an effect. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for him, I think he's obviously going to have to look at it and, and his health and – you know, get advice of where, where he'd fall at. But I think the the great thing with Kyle is he's only going to get better. You know, his knee's yeah. going to continue to get right. better. And uh, obviously next year with Tyler, you know, being gone, it, it's going to be a little more focal point of him and him being able to do stuff. So I think he has a great opportunity, you know, yeah. to look at where he's at this year and get feedback, what he probably needs to work on. You know, obviously I'm, I'm sure they'll say you got to shoot it a little better and some things like that. But but his skill set is, is one of the best, I think, in college basketball. I mean, you see it. He's got four triple-doubles. Yeah. So. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Dan, uh, we're excited to see that bowl uh, next week. And bring us the audio of the rap. Yes, oh, yes. I'll, we need this. There's, mu- there's music, right, attached oh, to it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I've actually I've got it in an email. Ray has sent it to me. I so. can't wait. I can't wait, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll forward it to you guys. Hey, hey would is you it, mind if I do a remix? Hey, hey it, here it's the Logan takeover. The rap, you know, he'll take you that can over. Take that over. That's right, I can take that over. I can't wait to hear that. That's going to be great. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate Absolutely. the time. Absolutely, blast. Yeah. BYU women's hoops coming up against San Diego Saturday, four Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Coming up, the role of Chase Fisher. Can he keep up what he's doing from the three point line? Plus, a new segment called Ask Maybe Brian. Maybe so. I'm below. This is my show. <laughs> In your ear, stop. Please don't. Hashtag Ask Brian on Twitter. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Here I'm Jordan and Brian Logan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download our podcast on iTunes or stream it on BYU Sports Nation and .com. 
Something like that. Don't forget <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> BYU. When in doubt, just say something what? like that. So you got to say Last, right? that covers it up. Yesterday weekend. <laughs> Friday, gymnastics versus Utah State. Check it out at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Let's refresh uh, today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU is going to get $1 million from Nebraska for this year's football game. Michigan, 1.3 as well. Missouri, 250000 Somehow that's only 250000 That's kind of weird, man. That, according to the game contract obtained by the Salt Lake Tribune. Ty Detmer, congratulations to him. He'll be an inductee into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. What took so long? Uh, right. His induction will be April 8th. And Chase Fisher... Ranked number 11 on ESPN's list of college hoops transfers who made the right decision. He transferred from Wake Forest, had to sit out last year, and then has been an integral part of what BYU's done this year. Which you, brings us to this. Oh, what's up? I was going to say, do you know why he transferred? Why uh, Chase transferred? I, he's talked about fit, that the style of play did not fit the way that he wanted mm, to play. Okay. He averaged 4.4 points per game uh, this season. Right now, currently, 14.2. So I think he's thriving. Yeah. And he Definitely. has the green light. And uh, there have been certain games where Chase has faded a little bit, but lately he's been more consistent. And, right. and in some of the bigger games, BYU needs him. St. Mary's, I thought he brought it. Pepperdine, he did not bring it. Two for six, just eight points. Right. Spencer's been applauding this tremendous stat recently that BYU was, I believe, 15-0 and when Fisher scored 15-plus. Uh, and then... Had what eighteen on Saturday yep. and BYU lost, um, but when he's in double figures, fourteen and two, he is what I call the Y factor. Yeah, I know he, we talked about that on Countdown to Kickoff. He's the Jordan Leslie equivalent. Yeah, he's de- he definitely is. He would definitely win. I would say the majority of of uh, the Y factor award when he's playing like this, obviously. But um, he is somebody that when you look at that stat, it's somebody that BYU really relies on and. I mean, he gives you that that outside threat. That's something that BYU wanted to focus on coming into this year, mm-hmm. and and for Chase to be able to step up and do that. And you know, I, we, we talked to Kyle as uh, yesterday about it, and I said, "Hey, what's been the, really the biggest difference in 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 Chase? You know, these last couple of games, and and how he's been able to be a little bit more consistent because he's on fire, whereas before he was like up and down, up and down. You have a great game and then struggle. Yeah, roller coaster and. I, the biggest thing that stuck out to me was, you know, he's 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 just getting used to, you know, the style of of, of BYU and the offense and the guys and and uh, you know it's important to get those game reps. And to me, I was like, huh, okay, that really makes sense because I know how important it is for any athlete, you know, to get those game reps. It's one thing to to get, you know, practice reps and you can practice like crazy, you know, but it doesn't matter until you are putting those reps. Um, you know, uh, on the court against a quality opponent, and that's not your team. And like, it's like when we watch spring ball, and what we'll see with BYU football spring ball, which is you're going to see some guys that aren't going to be starters in the fall, but they'll play a significant role in spring football for BYU at quarterback. Namely, you won't have any of the projected three deep for the fall right. in practice in the spring. So with a guy like Chase Fisher, who apparently was crushing it last year. The main source is Chase Fisher on that information. <laughs> right. Last year with Isaac Nielsen and Jamal Eights, uh, and then Corbin Kafusi enters the mix during the summer. You hear about things. It's nice to see a guy flourish in this BYU offense, yeah. which gets up and down. When BYU's really good, Chase Fisher is getting buckets for the coach. It's a different, it's a different story, man. I mean, I, I came out uh, my first year. 
in 2009 at camp, I came out feeling like an all-American. I was like, I'm going to the NFL. <laughs> Who? Nobody got time for five, six. I'm not tripping off that. I'm going to the league, man. I got into that game, and like it was like five plays ran past, and I was like, what happened? I just blinked twice. How is this going so fast? <laughs> Speed Against the, Oklahoma? Oh, my goodness. Not only the fact that they run a hurry-up offense, but you know, just the actual speed of the game. I remember the very first play of the game was a quick like three, four-yard out route, and before I realized what happened, like what was going on, I processed in my mind that this receiver in front of me is running an out route. He had caught the ball and was like one step out of bounds. And I was like, how did this happen? What is this? What, this, this, is not, this is not what you're, I thought. You're looking up at the replay in Cowboys oh, Stadium. Man. What just happened to me? Oh, man. It took me like a good quarter and a half to like finally catch up to that speed. And then again, it took me probably three, four more games to – Finally let it all settle in. So then when I went back to practice, I was dominating. Like, I'm dominating you fools right now. Oh, my gosh. So then when you play New Mexico and Wyoming, it's like, well, I played Oklahoma and Florida State. Oh, yeah. I think so it was a piece of cake. Florida I've State, seen a little quicker. Uh, we don't bring Florida State up. Uh, it doesn't, I don't want to talk about <laughs> that at all. That's like NFL time. You, you kid was, right now? That's a serious thing. I'm when we're in the meetings like, oh, Florida State. All of yeah. a sudden you get quiet and serious. I get really quiet. Like, <laughs> Oh, so okay, so you guys gonna keep I, talking about I'm, it? I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm laughing just to keep from crying <laughs> about that game. I really am. Yeah, that was that was bad. But I mean, like 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 Spencer said, as far as the the stats and 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 it's obvious how much of an impact this kid makes when when he is on fire. And and it was a great decision. Uh, I always I always like when somebody transfers, um, you know, because of of certain reasons, not because. You know they're they're salty or they're bitter or they're mad. You know, kind of like Carlino as an example. I don't know the the true full story, but from more, outside more, looking more like in, more like Jake Heaps, where or, I was like, yep, "Hey, yep. why don't you just stay and pay the price and you'll be the starter?" Right, exactly. And so people were, you know, a little miffed about that situation. Right, exactly. It's and, and I always said this too, like if you, you know, if 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 you do not as 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 a son, as my son, or any of my kids that want to transfer. Do you see a good opportunity to progress in your career and get on the court or get on the field, get some playing time? If that is a no, go ahead and transfer. I, you have my blessing. But if, if you, like, don't like the coach or you're mad or you're bitter or you're just not working hard and that's the reason why you're on the field, you're staying. You're staying, man. I don't care. I don't, as, as a parent, yeah, you may be 20, 21 years old, 20 years old, I'm putting my foot down, man. I'm still your dad. <laughs> you got to stay, man. How tall do you think Layton's going to be? Oh man, I don't know. That's definitely is the goal taller than you. It's definitely. Oh yeah, it's definitely in my top uh, five. My prayer list that uh, you know when I pray that every hey, night, just please do. let him get to five nine. If he can get to five <laughs> nine, oh my goodness, it's it, it's it's a wrap, man. We're we're good to go. He can play running back, you know. But I'm definitely shooting for baseball. But my wife, baseball. Okay, no salary cap. No. Yep. Yeah, exactly. No. Baseball, he can go. He don't. He doesn't have to go to college. I can retire early. So I'm sorry, I'm being selfish. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That, that, that's the American dream, man. My wife. So my wife is the shortest in her family. I'm the shortest in mine. But hmm. my wife is really. She's like five four, and I, like her sisters are taller than me. They're like five eight five. Her, her mom is like five are taller eight. Taller than you. Yeah, it's it's kind of awkward, man. Makes Thanksgiving dinner weird. It's, right? it's so awkward. Her dad's like <laughs> six three. Her brother's like six foot. So it's really awkward. It's like her mom's like 5'8", and her sisters are like 5'9". I'm like, hi, how you doing? Hey, Good. Don't stand by me, please. How's the weather up there? Get over a little bit. Today's Twitter question related to a Chase Fisher and company. Which BYU player needs to raise his game the most with Anson Winder's injury? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At COT underscore BYU football. Either Nixon or Worthington 
needs to rebound more at the rim. Hashtag need more offensive rebounds. Yeah, BYU got worked on the offensive glass. Gave up yeah. 17 on Saturday. That was a rare thing. Where Did you know Brad Waldo is the only dude in America that averages 2010? I, I mean, that guy that. is good. BYU had no answer. At Tosh Lynn 19. Offensively, Halford. Hopefully, Nate will be back soon to pick up the rebounding slack. Otherwise, Luke and Corbin got to step up, too. Yeah. I, 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 everybody's, everybody's tweets, man, is consistent as far as the rebounds. You know, rebound People, and rebound. But I, I thought Kyle be, can do that, though. I thought it'd be more perimeter-driven. I guess not. How much does your hair game translate to your on-court game? Brian answers this question and more coming up <laughs> in hashtag AskBrian. Weigh in on Twitter on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Download the show podcast. It's free and it's awesome on iTunes. Now, in the past, we had a segment called Brian's Brain. We have since set that aside. For a new segment, are you getting teary-eyed over this? Uh, Rubbing your eye? Yeah, I was, just, I was just giving a moment to my brain. You know, you got a little bit too out of hand. You got mm. a little bit too crazy, so we had to... It was too crazy, so we had to set it aside. Set it, yeah, at first, I, I, had to, I let him down lightly. I was like, look, man, you're just going to go into hibernation for a little bit. Football season, I got other it things is. to focus on. That's true. But that's then true. we just make it... Hashtag no off-season. <laughs> right. Like, every day. It's like, that's baloney. I see your Instagram <laughs> pictures from the Bahamas. Come on. <laughs> Hashtag ask Brian is a uh, new segment which we introduced today. So you can use hashtag AskBrian on Twitter, and Brian may or may not answer the question as we filter them. What? At Laser Sheep. <laughs> What's the greatest display of domination you witnessed while playing for BYU? One hit, play, etc. You know... This is the, the 2009 and 2010 season. This is, this is tough, but I would have to give all credit. I, I like the you know one play, one hit. The hit... The the best hit I've seen uh, was from Jordan Pendleton on Utah's quarterback Jordan Wynn uh, in 2009. He was rolling out to the right. I remember. And we, you know, we had the powder blue uniforms on, and he just both teams cr- ranked, it, but we were both ranked, and he crushed them. I mean, crushed them to where like his body folded in half. And I and now the reason why that stands out to me uh, so much, <laughs> why I'm saying this. I literally stopped in my route. Like, I was covering a receiver, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, I stopped. Like, wow. What what, what the heck? Wow. That's amazing. You know, so I would think he didn't escape and throw it deep. Good thing he didn't throw it to me. So, (laughs) (laughs) my guy, he would have been wide open. Hashtag Ask Brian continues. At Matthew W. Evans, with Collinsworth's admission that no mullet has led to triple doubles, that's based on a uh, response to Spencer Linton on Twitter yesterday saying, the triple doubles are credited to the hairdo. How important is nice hair? Is there a formula? Man, nice hair. It all I, I believe it all starts from the hair. You know, I had this this conversation mm. with my barber. You know, it's it's kind of ironic too, because I didn't put any gel in my hair today. I was so yeah. excited to come here that I forgot to put the gel in, so I'm kind of just fluffing right now. Rumor has it that you and Kyle Collinsworth have the same barber. Right. True? Yeah, we that is that is true. That mm. is a fact. And so, well then. Uh, you know, my, my barber kind of introduced me to this new style, and I think he did the same thing with, with Kyle. And uh, you obviously look at my game on all different uh, shows, this show, AFR. And I think I've elevated my game, You've raised your game. I think I elevated. I think I took it to the next level. And look at Kyle right now. You know, he has the same kind of 
semi style with the part, no, you know. No, I would say semi. I said semi oh, with okay. the with the with the part because there's different ways that's, to do the that's part. Very generous. Right? You You're know? a very generous so, person. So you have so you have the part, and you know, uh, one way, the other way, and you, and you look at that, man. The thing is, this. he needs the curls. The thing is, this ladies, yeah, curls for the girls. Sorry, curls for my girl. I'm married. Yeah, <laughs> he has he has a girlfriend. <laughs> I can't get in trouble. Yeah, Spencer said the other day he thinks that Kyle Collinsworth, uh, the haircut. It's, Got him a girlfriend. That's, I was like, that's I mean. haircut? That's, 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 where, that's, where, that's where it starts from. Look, the thing is like this, ladies and gentlemen. When you look good, you feel good. When you feel, feel good, good, you, you play, play good. good. And when you play good, you get paid good. Hopefully he's not getting paid. <laughs> At GK yeah. Thurston, how do you think BYU football will do in 2015 with Taysom Hill back in action? Percent chance of a New Year's Six Bowl. Hashtag Ask Brian. So I'm put my blue goggles. I'm gonna get two answers. <laughs> put my blue goggles on for the first one. Uh, I think there's a hundred percent chance. Scratch that. Thousand percent chance that they will make it to a New Year's Six Bowl oh, with that schedule. Maybe even a national championship if they go undefeated with that schedule. Oh. Yes, yes. Yeah, blue that, goggles. That schedule uh, is tough. Okay, I'm man. taking. Uh, this is my second answer. Taking the blue goggles off. This is Brian, this is Brian Logan. Oh man, uh, with that schedule, uh, it's it's going to be very very tough. Uh, the good thing is that if they can just beat, uh, so they don't necessarily have to like win out, right? But if they could just be ahead of a Boise or uh, you know a Eastern Carolina th- a team like that, they don't have the same access though. Yeah. So, oh, so, so you're right. Oh, you're they right. Would ha- they would have to beat out at large bids like Michigan State and Baylor, you're, and you know what you're I'm right. saying. I, th- I think you have to be undefeated. You're right. You, you have to be undefeated, and I think that as much as I'm rooting for that to happen, I just don't think that that is is going to happen. And I think the main reason why uh, is just because of the depth. And so you know, we talked to G off yesterday, and he said that was otherwise a point known as of Jeff Morrison. Yes, yes, aka. Uh, that's see, I'm I'm giving I'm saying his government name. You know, that's what it says on paper. His government <laughs> name. G-off. His given name. It, he he said that's a point of, uh, of of emphasis with this recruiting class is is the depth. And you saw it last year with all the injuries that you know it was hard for guys to step up. A lot of younger guys. And you look at Urban Meyer and what they did at Ohio State with you know injuries, especially at the, the quarterback Ohio position. State, they all sorry the Ohio State. Please respect it. They all were able to step up. And when you're getting you know. Uh, Th- four star guys, five star guys per every position. Uh, you know that will not that, happen here. That, it won't, but you can start to make that effort. As far as sure. yeah, we we not we don't have to be as as you, you know we may not have to get a a four star uh, guy that's a third stringer, but you know we can we can start moving to that point where maybe he comes in as a two star. We develop him for a year or two, sure. and then he he has that four star potential. And that's the difference between a program and you know trying to coach for. You know, a season, literally a season. Yeah, and that's the hope. And it starts September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 228. I can't wait. It's going to be funny. BYU gets a million bucks playing in that game. One million dollars. Yeah. Countdown to my anniversary. Oh, yeah, and it's your anniversary. (laughs) That's right. Let's finish with this one. At D. Young, uh, 1993. How close are you to becoming a permanent BYU Sports Nation host? I'm told we're running out of time. Coming up, <laughs> the Cougar Whip Around. Plus, <laughs> the Twitter that, question, man. which BYU player needs to raise his game the most <laughs> with Anson Winder's injury? Apparently, we have like 10 more seconds. I'm so thinking we actually... like uh, five weeks minus three plus two days. Listen, there's like 42 days of vacation that Spencer and I have, so that's plenty. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Future guests include 
ESPN College Basketball Insider John Gassaway and Blaine Fowler. Uncle B. will join us tomorrow coming up. You know what time it is? Uh, it's time for the Cougar no. Whip Around <laughs> Men's Basketball. Chase Fisher made ESPN's list of transfers who made the right decision. CTR. He's number 11 on that list. Fisher made 23 threes the last five games. Football. Ty Detmer will be inducted into the Texas Hall of Fame April 8th. Awesome. Nice. Congratulations. Also, Jay Drew of the Salt Lake Tribune reports BYU will receive $1 million to play at Nebraska. Men's volleyball. Seventh-ranked BYU men's volleyball is now fourth-ranked men's volleyball. After the new ABCA volleyball poll, they play at eighth-ranked UC Santa Barbara this week. So that's going to be awesome. Today's Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter, helping you need the most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets today's Rise and Shout? What do you think, Brian? Um, We've got a minute and a half to figure this out. <laughs> this, compe- <laughs> this compelling television. I think, I, I'm leaning I, on Dan Nielsen. I thought that he crushed it. I think Dan. We should give it to Dan. He did, man. Also, he got us, he got us the bowl. From Spain, and, and we haven't video. brought him on yet. Oh, and the, the rap, the song, the song, the rap song. We are waiting for that. If you missed it, Dan Nielsen, women's basketball assistant coach, was on. Said that uh, Ray, one of the assistant coaches for the uh, women's basketball team, his brother made a rap with all these Juddyisms in him. Amazing. And, and we're excited to hear that song, dude. I think I might put that as my alarm clock when I wake up. First thing I'm gonna hear. Don't you want to hear it first? Uh, nope. Just You're just ready to be, throw it in. As if, the they pl- if they play it before every game, man, I mean, it's got to be good. It's got to be good because you got to play good things, you know, good songs to get jiggy to. You can't. I mean, we had this discussion last time, you know, where we played like musicals and stuff, and I was like, I'm not ready to hit nobody. <laughs> I want to go hug my grandma. So I mean, I mean, I'm I'm it's only right to assume that it's music to get you pumped. So it's gonna get me out of bed. Nothing against hugging grandmas, but uh, <laughs> nope, I love you, Granny. Thanks to Jeff Judkins, uh, Dan Nielsen, and everyone on our crew. Follow us. Well, Jeff Judkins didn't join us. It was just Dan Nielsen. Yeah. So that's just straight ridiculous. Shout out to <laughs> Luke Ashworth. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow. David Nixon guest host. David, take over. You're going on a business trip, right? Business.